You are listening to Empower Me with Aerie. Welcome everyone to Empower Me with Aerie show. I am Erica Holmes. I go by Queen Aerie because there is royalty on the inside of each and every one of us. Like the Bible talks about, we are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood. And like my pastor says, once we know our identity, we therefore know our authority. I am super excited that you guys decided to join me today. I take it as an honor, a privilege. I'm humbled by it. We are going to be talking about what are you answering to today? I believe this message is going to bless you powerfully. But before we get into it, let us say a quick prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I thank you. I thank you, thank you, thank you for this opportunity to come before your people, Father. I thank you that you chose to use me for your glory, Father. I ask you that you literally minister to the hearts of the people, that their hearts are receptive, that they're ready to receive what it is that you are saying today, that literally lives are changed and that people, they leave better than they came in. God, I thank you for a rainbow word, a relevant word, a right now word, and in season word that the people can be ministered to, that they are encouraged and motivated, and that literally they are rejuvenated by the end of this message. We give you the praise, the glory, and the honor in Jesus' majestic name. Amen and amen. And so again, thank you all so much for joining me. Again, I take it an absolute honor uh, to be on the show, to begin to minister to you all. And so uh, uh, this message is so dear to me. God had been speaking this to me for quite some time. And I believe that it is the right time and hour and season to release this. And so we have to understand that truly what we answer to, we become subject to. I'm going to say that again, what we answer to we do become subject to you guys. We have to remember that. And how we respond means everything. And so what we answer to also directs us in our lives. We have to keep that in mind. And so we have to understand that what we answer to, it has a certain level of authority or control over us in that moment. We have to ask ourselves, what am I answering to? And who am I answering to? We literally have to get real transparent within this moment and say, am I answering to fear? Am I answering to doubt? Am I answering to unbelief? We have to ask ourselves, are we responding to anxiety or depression because we don't truly in depth on the inside of us believe that we could be free from this thing? I want us to be real today. I want us literally to take this self-inventory, you all. We have to understand that we will eat the fruit of the voice that we respond to. What we do feed, we have to understand that it will grow. And so are we answering to the pain or purpose? When you pay attention to the wrong voice, you all, you have to understand that it will show in your actions. It will show in, in your thought patterns. It will show in our hearts. The Bible talks about this in Luke 6, 45. It literally says from out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. We have to keep that in mind. We have to understand also what we are responding to, what we are answering to, it can label us as well. And so again, God posed this question to me about a month or so ago. 
And um, he wanted to reiterate the importance of this because again, what we respond to or what we need to respond to are the right things. When we know our identity, again, our responses should change. When we know our assignments, our responses should change. When we truly know who God is, especially within our lives, our responses should change you all. God desires for us to go deeper and to respond to him. We have to keep this in mind. The Bible talks about it in John chapter 27. It said, chapter 10, verse 27, it says, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. And so you guys, this is this is such a critical message today. We must follow the right things in order to see the manifestation of what God has purposed for our lives. And so I want to highlight a few scripture. I love if you watch me, I love to give word. I love to really read the scripture because at the end of any day, that is what lasts. That is what we, we're going to have to hold on to. And so I want to highlight this. Um, also, before I read that, that there has always been a struggle uh, for you. There's always been a struggle between you hearing God, hearing his voice, knowing his voice and, and responding and then uh, responding or hearing other voices. And so there's always kind of been like a tug of war in these uh, scriptures that I'm going to to read. It really highlights that. So I'm going to read this for you guys. Uh, two different passages, but it says, in Genesis chapter two, verses 15 through 17, it says, then the Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to tend and to keep it. And the Lord God commanded the man saying, of every tree of the garden, you may freely eat, but of the tree of the of tree of knowledge of good and evil, you shall not eat for in the day that you eat of it, you shall surely die. And the question that I want to pose, you know, to you all is, um, or more of a, uh, uh, you know, just kind of a reflection is God gave a command, but did man listen? And so whose voice did God, did, uh, did man, excuse me, respond to? I want to read this 
separate scripture that goes with the story, the separate passage that goes with the story. But it, if it is, it is in Genesis chapter three, verses one through four. And it says, now the serpent was more cunning than any other beast of the field, which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, has God indeed, and indeed means for sure or for fact said, you shall not eat of every tree of the, of, in the garden. And verse two, it says, and the woman said to the serpent, we may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree, which is in the midst of the garden, God said, you shall not eat, nor shall you touch it, lest you shall die. Verse four says, then the serpent said to the woman, you shall not surely die. For God knows that in the day you eat of it, that your eyes will be open, that you will be like God, knowing the good and evil. You guys listen to this. At that point, even though man knew God, literally, even though man knew God was there and that God spoke to him, they chose to respond to deception. My goodness, this right here is an example, another confirmation of the struggle that we have have at times with responding or answering to what God said and then other voices or other things. And so I believe that the root of that issue that was uh, within the garden, I believe that a bigger issue was them really knowing their identity, trusting God and really understanding what God did when he made them. We'll go a bit further within that uh, a little bit later, but I believe that there is right now being some uprooting that's happening. God is uprooting the wrong voices or wrong titles or labels that people have given you, have placed on you. I even see God going back to the age of three years old for somebody. I believe that God is literally even going back to the birth when you were, uh, you know, before you were even in your mother's womb. God is literally going back to, to the place to uproot the wrong voices, the wrong beliefs that you have believed about yourself, your perspective, and people in general. You guys, this is so critical. This is so needed because there are some of you who have been operating and you have been uh, operating, unfortunately, under word curses for years. You haven't even known it, you know, uh, just directly out up in front, but you've always felt like there was this certain type of oppression or like that you, you always would hit a glass ceiling and you really couldn't go, go as far, far as you wanted to in life. And you even see yourself following unhealthy generational patterns. And again, that goes back to Adam, um, even though Jesus has dealt with this. And so, or that you are even becoming the negative things that people have said about you. My God, my God, I, I believe that healing is taking place even though I'm talking about this, uh, uh, as we speak, healing is taking place. And so what I want to encourage you, what I want to remind you, even at this moment right now, in this hour, in this minute, that the breaker is here, that the breaker anointing is here. God is breaking off those word curses. He is shutting the wrong mouths up. This is your time of great release. I want you all to catch that. This is your time of a great release. We have to begin to receive what Jesus has already done within our lives. 
Ghost. This is your time of freedom that God has desired for you to always have. This is your breakthrough year in the name of Jesus. I declare it. I decree it that that thing is so. And so uh, John 8, 36, it rings in my ear. Therefore, if the son shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. Did you guys hear that? It said, therefore, if the son shall make you free. You shall be free indeed. There is a greater one that has broke bondages for you. There is a greater one literally that has done something for you, but will you begin to receive it? Will you begin to choose peace? Will you begin to answer to truth? Will you literally begin to choose to answer to God? And so I, I, I wanted to begin to share this information or this revelation that God gave me. And I was like, whoa, it was an aha moment. It was literally uh, became rhema to me because it spoke volumes to me and deliverance happened. And so uh, uh, God began to even show me how we understand that Jesus was the word made flesh. We understand that. But I, God showed me that literally we, from the beginning, was his word, the manifestation of his word that literally in a, that began and uh, that became flesh. We literally were that way from the beginning, if you look at Genesis, but we did not understand that. This is why I said what I said earlier about identity, that an issue when you don't respond to the right thing, sometimes it's because you're having an identity crisis per se. And so literally we've been um, the manifestation of God's word from the beginning himself, but sometimes we haven't been able to respond to God uh, appropriately or or things around us in the way that we should respond. And so it, it's like a lot of us, unfortunately, it, of course, mankind, as we see through scriptures, did not get it started with um starting with Adam, that literally he was already in the image and likeness of God, that literally he was a manifestation of the word of God, the manifestation of God himself. You guys, I, I pray that you're getting this revelation. I pray that you're hearing and understanding what I am talking about, what God has shared, what God had released, because I believe healing and deliverance is taking place right now. So God had to give us all a reminder and tell us once again, by sending himself down to earth in flesh, the form of a baby, we know that with Jesus, he was 100% God, 100% man, all at the same time. And God was saying, look, look, he was literally saying, this is an example. This is literally you. I am in you, you are in me. He was saying, accept Jesus, accept Jesus again to put you back into proper alignment, proper place. He was saying, we have to begin to operate like we know who we were created to be. My God, that right there will change your response. And, and so, and we have to ask ourselves, um, what has kept us blind or, or why uh, were they so blind within the Bible the whole time? Because God was with us. God was definitely with us. And he is saying, literally, even right now, I'm bringing this message so that the scales be removed off of your eyes so that you can understand right now the truth to receive your identity so that you can really begin to see a uh, different result in your life. This is your time. And so God, again, he had to come 
again in, in the form of Jesus. He came in another dispensation to say, I, I have to do this so that you all don't miss me this time. I have to do this so that you understand literally that I manifested myself in you from the beginning. I don't want you to miss this. So I'm going to send myself again in the form of flesh, but it's 100% man, 100% God. And I'm going to show you this. I want you to do as I do. This is what he was saying. Literally, he was saying that he want us to do what Jesus did. Jesus came here on the earth to say, if you literally move by the Holy Spirit, you will begin to receive the manifestations that God wants you to begin to receive. God was saying, look at Jesus, receive me. He was saying, God is in you again and that you can be restored. The blinders again can come off once again. Again, God is reminding us, I've always created you to be this way. And so he brought his Holy Spirit so that we could be put back into proper alignment back to what we were supposed to be from the beginning. And again, we were always his word made flesh, a manifestation of it in Genesis. And I'm going to read that so you guys can understand that I listen. This is in the word of God. And so we are still talking about what you are responding to, which again, I believe is an underlying issue of a, if we respond in the wrong way, I believe it's an underlying issue um, with a lack of knowledge of your true identity. And so I want to read some scripture really quick. I, I want to, to bring this to the forefront of your mind. I want you to begin to see it with your own eyes. So if you have your Bible, follow along with me. I, I want y'all to do that. And so um, we're going to just briefly go into Genesis. And in Genesis, it talks about the creation story. We go to Genesis 1, chapter, uh, chapter 1, verses 1 through 3. It says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. I want y'all to catch that. And then this. Then God said, then God said, let there be light. And guess what? There was light. You guys, God created a manifestation of himself in everything that we see. Come on, I pray that we grab a hold of this revelation. So I want to jump down to Genesis chapter 2, verses uh, 7, because I want us to get this. It says, in the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground. And it says, and he breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And man became a living being. You guys, that is flesh, that is spirit in there. In those scriptures back in there, his word was literally in man. God thought it, he spoke it, and it became from the beginning. We became flesh and God was in us. He was with us, you guys, from the beginning. Back in Genesis, he breathed into us, meaning that God again knew what he was doing, he was with us, but we didn't at that time fully grasp or understand what it was that he was doing. He showed himself by walking with Adam and within the cool of the day. He showed himself by walking with man, Adam and Eve. He showed himself, but was that not enough? He showed himself by cloud and by fire, but was that not enough? He showed himself by literally operating and coming to the earth through Jesus, but was it enough? I want to tell you, yes, is what it was enough. Jesus literally came as God in the flesh again. Here it is again. God is saying, I am here. 
literally, and this is what you have. This is what you have. This is, and he's saying, when Jesus came, he was saying that it's not just an external voice that you can hear, but this is an internal voice that will never leave you. It will never leave you. This is you. This is, is me, you guys, except when we accept Jesus, we have this. And again, God is saying, I am you. I am in you and you are in me. Hello, this is wake up season. We are the manifestation of God's word, the voice of God. Anything that God speaks literally is of himself. He speaks himself. He duplicates himself. When God speaks, is literally himself manifesting his word. And if y'all are like, where is this coming from? Look at John 1 and 1. It talks about that. It says, in the beginning was the word. The word was with God and the word was God. You guys, this is all in scripture and this is what God is saying. And so what I want to pose to you, what I want to say to you is, will you receive it? Will you believe it? We can, we literally also understanding when we understand our authority, we do um, our, our identity, excuse me, we then do understand our authority. And at that moment, at that point when we understand uh, being manifestations of God in flesh, we can literally Speak the word and things be manifested in flesh as well. This is why it's so important to know who and what you are responding to, what you give energy to, what you are answering to, because God has given us the ability to speak these things and literally we can see a manifestation, a manifestation of them as well. I want you all to really get what I am saying. And so I um, also want to share this story that is within the Bible. And I think it is uh, imperative. I think it's, it's hitting for right now because I believe this story gives us some great insight on choosing the right voice. You know, we heard what Adam and Eve did. We know they chose deception. We understand what Jesus did. Uh, but this story um, is, is another example for us when you choose the right voice. It also reminds us that we may have been under a certain way of life previously for a long time and may have even believed things, again, like I was talking about earlier, earlier that are not true for a long time, but now it's time for a greater breakthrough. Now it's time literally for you to have different results, for you to begin to change the trajectory of your life. It is breakthrough season. You guys, I want you all to get this thing. So what we're going to do is we're going to jump into Judges chapter six, six, and um, I'm going to just jump around here. I'm not going to read the full thing because, uh, you know, God is moving and and, and uh, I, I want, I may do a part two of this because I believe that God is, is healing and delivering a lot of people. And so if we go to Judges chapter six, if we if we um, if you're reading with me, I want you to read with me. I want to go to the verse 11 and it says and we, we know this is about Gideon. And um, for those of you who don't know, the children of Israel, again, were under oppression. They were crying out. They were they, they, they wanted God. They had previously been, been disobedient. God told them to do things. They didn't listen and they literally ended up being oppressed once again. And so verse uh, uh, 11, it says, in there came an angel of the Lord and sat under the oak. And it says, which was an Oprah that pertained unto Joash the Abizarite. And his son Gideon threshed wheat by the winepress to hide it from the Midianites. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him and said unto him, the Lord is with thee, mighty man of valor. I want you guys to hear that. 
the angel of the Lord appeared to him, him and said, that's a voice, you guys, the Lord is with thee, the mighty man of valor. And Gideon said unto him, oh, my Lord, if the Lord is with us, if, he, if the Lord be with us, why then has all of this befallen upon us? And it says, and where be all of his miracles, which our fathers told us of saying, did not the Lord bring us out of Egypt, but now the Lord has forsaken us and delivered us into the hands of the Midianites. And the Lord, and, and it says, the Lord looked upon him and said, go in this might. I, I want you guys to hear that. That's a voice. God, he, the Lord looked upon him and said, go in this might, this might which thou shalt save Israel from the hand of the Midianite. It says, have not I sent thee? Verse 15, it says, and he said unto him, oh, my Lord, it says, wherewith shall I save Israel? Behold, my family is poor, is poor in Manasseh, and I am the least in my father's house. Again, that is another voice, a contrary voice. And it's, and, and it's a voice that you have to ask yourself, what are, you, what are you listening to or believing? And then it says in verse 16, and the Lord said unto him, surely I will be with thee. It says, thou shalt smite the Midianites as one man. And he said unto him, if now I have found grace in thy sight, then show me a sign that, thy, that thou talkest to me. And so I wanted to read that um, because again, this shows us what are we answering to? Are we answering to our own weaknesses or what we perceive ourselves to be if you've been uh, through the defeated situations? Or will we get back into alignment to hear and believe what God is saying when he says, move, there's victory ahead. So this passage sh uh, shares so much insight. Um, but when we don't answer to the right voice, you guys, guess what? We can end up back into bondage. But when God comes to deliver, we must recognize him just like in, in this passage, Gideon eventually recognized that it was God that was standing right before him and that he literally um, ended up uh, receiving what he said and he was used to defeat the enemies. And, and even though he answered to defeat, even though he was used to being overlooked and his family was beat up in poverty and counted out, he eventually began to listen to the voice of God that spoke to him, he answered to the right voice and results happened. We can't get so used to being in bondage and the word curses that have happened over our life that we don't begin to recognize God's voice, you guys. God's voice breaks lies. God's voice heals. It delivers. God's voice reminds us of our identity. His voice reveals truth about our lives. It's time to recognize what we have been answering to so that we can have better results in our lives, you guys. And so I wanted to share this with you all today. This goes so much deeper. It goes to relationships. I believe that God is reuniting. He is restoring the relationship literally with how men and women uh, uh, speak and, and, and come together with one another. Unfortunately, we have seen a lot of uh, people being demeaned or de uh, speaking degrading things and women answering to that queen, you are, you don't live in a brothel. You're not a female dog. Understand you are a queen. You are a virtuous woman who God created you to be the same thing with men. We have to, as uh, women, we have to begin to speak life into them. I believe God is even uh, helping and he's fixing that, that unit that we have, that was always supposed to be a good relationship. And so he's going back to Adam and Eve, how that relationship was supposed to be school, uh, secure. And even when God was walking with them, he was walking within the cool of the day. God is bringing back and he's restoring relationship. And there is so much more that God wants to share within us. 
But my God, my God, I believe that within this time, this hour, in this snippet of the message that God have released to us, that somebody's life was impacted, that somebody's life has been changed, and that I'm going to come back on here and uh, do a part two. But I know that even though this was this message went quick, God had his, uh, given you revelation that your life is going to be changed. I just pray that your relationships are going to be better, that you do get uh, the identity you receive, the identity you receive really what God is saying within this hour and this season within uh, within your life and that realignment happens because it is time for a greater breakthrough. You guys, I pray that this message bless you. Continue to support HSBN. Go to the website, support what I have, www.ericadhomes.com. Like I all like I love to end the show. I love to save and remember to renew your mind. It is the gold mine. Love you all. Bless you. The preceding program was brought to you by the Holy Spirit Broadcasting Network, HSBN Television. Empower me with Aerie.